0: the Law School of America. The right to privacy is an element of various legal traditions that intends to restrain governmental and private actions that threaten the privacy of individuals. Over 150 national constitutions mention the right to privacy. December 10, 1948, the United Nations General Assembly adopted the Universal Declaration of Human Rights, UDHR, originally written to guarantee individual rights of everyone everywhere. The words right to privacy is not written in the document, however, many interpret this by reading Article 12, which states No one shall be subjected to arbitrary interference with his privacy, family, home, or correspondence, nor to attacks upon his honor and reputation. Everyone has the right to the protection of the law against such interference or attacks. Since the global surveillance disclosures of 2013, initiated by ex NSA employee Edward Snowden, the right to privacy has been a subject of international debate government agencies, such as the NSA, CIA, RA and GCHQ, have engaged in mass, global surveillance. Some current debates around the right to privacy include whether privacy can coexist with the current capabilities of intelligence agencies to access and analyze many details of an individual's life, whether or not the right to privacy is forfeited as part of the social contract to bolster defense against supposed terrorist threats, and whether threats of terrorism are a valid excuse to spy on the general population. Private sector actors can also threaten the right to privacy, particularly technology companies, such as Amazon, Apple, Meta, Google, Microsoft, and Yahoo that use and collect personal data. These concerns have been strengthened by scandals, including the Facebook Cambridge Analytica data scandal, which focused on the psychographic company Cambridge Analytica which used personal data from Facebook to influence large groups of people. History The concept of a human right to privacy begins when the Latin word use expanded from meaning what is fair to include a right, an entitlement a person possesses to control or claim something, by the Decretum Gratiani in Bologna, Italy in the 12th century. In the United States, an article in the December 15, 1890 issue of the Harvard Law Review, written by attorney Samuel D. Warren and future U.S. Supreme Court Justice, Louis Brandeis, entitled The Right to Privacy, is often cited as the first explicit finding of a U.S. right to privacy. Warren and Brandeis wrote that privacy is the right to be let alone, and focused on protecting individuals. This approach was a response to recent technological developments of the time, such as photography and sensationalist journalism, also known as yellow journalism. Privacy rights are inherently intertwined with information technology. In his widely cited dissenting opinion in Olmsted v. United States, 1928, Brandeis relied on thoughts he developed in his 1890 article The Right to Privacy. In that dissent, he urged that personal privacy matters were more relevant to constitutional law, going so far as to say that the government was identified as a potential privacy invader. He writes, Discovery and invention have made it possible for the government, by means far more effective than stretching upon the rack, to obtain disclosure in court of what is whispered in the closet. At that time, telephones were often community assets, with shared party lines and potentially eavesdropping switchboard operators. By the time of Katz, in 1967, Telephones had become personal devices with lines not shared across homes and switching was electromechanical. In the 1970s, new computing and recording technologies raised more concerns about privacy, resulting in the fair information practice principles. In recent years there have been few attempts to clearly and precisely define the right to privacy. An individual right. Alan Weston believes that new technologies alter the balance between privacy and disclosure and that privacy rights may limit government surveillance to protect democratic processes. Weston defines privacy as the claim of individuals, groups, or institutions to determine for themselves when, how, and to what extent information about them is communicated to others. Weston describes four states of privacy, solitude, intimacy, anonymity, reserve. These states must balance participation against norms. Each individual is continually engaged in a personal adjustment process in which he balances the desire for privacy with the desire for disclosure and communication of himself to others, in light of the environmental conditions and social norms set by the society in which he lives. Alan Weston, Privacy, and Freedom, 1968. Under liberal democratic systems, privacy creates a space separate from political life, and allows personal autonomy, while ensuring democratic freedoms of association and expression. Privacy to individuals is the ability to behave, think, speak, and express ideas without the monitoring or surveillance of someone else. Individuals exercise their freedom of expression through attending political rallies and choosing to hide their identities online by using pseudonames. David Flaherty believes networked computer databases pose threats to privacy. He develops data protection as an aspect of privacy, which involves the collection, use, and dissemination of personal information. This concept forms the foundation for fair information practices used by governments globally. Flaherty forwards an idea of privacy as information control. Individuals want to be left alone and to exercise some control over how information about them is used. Mark Rodenberg has described the modern right to privacy as fair information practices, the rights and responsibilities associated with the collection and use of personal information. Rodenberg emphasizes that the allocation of rights are to the data subject and the responsibilities are assigned to the data collectors because of the transfer of the data and the asymmetry of information concerning data practices. Richard Posner and Lawrence Lessig focus on the economic aspects of personal information control. Posner criticizes privacy for concealing information, which reduces market efficiency. For Posner, employment is selling oneself in the labor market, which he believes is like selling a product any defect in the product that is not reported is fraud. For Lessig, privacy breaches online can be regulated through code and law. Lessig claims the protection of privacy would be stronger if people conceived of the right as a property right, and that individuals should be able to control information about themselves. Economic approaches to privacy make communal conceptions of privacy difficult to maintain. A collective value and a human right. There have been attempts to reframe privacy as a fundamental human right, whose social value is an essential component in the functioning of democratic societies. Priscilla Regan believes that individual concepts of privacy have failed philosophically and in policy. She supports a social value of privacy with three dimensions, shared perceptions, public values, and collective components. Shared ideas about privacy allow freedom of conscience and diversity in thought. Public values guarantee democratic participation, including freedoms of speech and association, and limits government power. Collective elements describe privacy as a collective good that cannot be divided. Regan's goal is to strengthen privacy claims in policy making. If we did recognize the collective or public good value of privacy, as well as the common and public value of privacy, those advocating privacy protections would have a stronger basis upon which to argue for its protection. Leslie Regan Shade argues that the human right to privacy is necessary for meaningful democratic participation, and ensures human dignity and autonomy. Privacy depends on norms for how information is distributed, and if this is appropriate. Violations of privacy depend on context. The human right to privacy has precedent in the United Nations Declaration of Human Rights. Shade believes that privacy must be approached from a people centered perspective, and not through the marketplace. The Law School of America. The content used in the podcast is licensed by the Wikimedia Foundation, Incorporated under a Creative Commons Attribution, Share Alike license